It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to the 14th day of July, 2021. It is a Wednesday. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. How you doing, Big J? I'm good. I'm good. You excited for tonight? What's tonight? Loki season finale night, man. Oh, uh, sure. It doesn't even sound like you're going to watch it. Well, maybe. Maybe not. Shark Week takes priority, dude. Weird. Uh, I like sharks. Yeah, I've never seen you go to the theater to see a shark movie, though. That's true. I've seen you go to I've the theater the chance, about really. 28 times. That's not true. What about The Meg? I did go see that in the theater. What about uh, Deepest Bluest? My hat is like a sharp skin. What about that? I, I think I, I, may have made, I may have seen that in the theater as well. If you don't remember, then I'm going to have to say that's not true. It was a long time ago. But also... I'm going to take my time, pal. Uh, it, I guarantee you, unless you rent out a theater and bring the movie, you're not going to see Deepest Deep Blue Sea in the theater again. Oh, not again, no. That's not going to happen, so you can take your time while you want. I'm talking about getting to Loki. Uh, all right, do whatever you want, dude. Thanks, man. On top that. of that, we have a busy show planned for you today. Uh, Whitney Cummings is going to join us on the show in the 7 o'clock hour. She's coming to town in December. At the Egyptian Theater as part of her Touch Me Tour. We got her on the show today, which is very awesome. We also have a chance for you to get qualified to win some fun little cash money, courtesy of Mike's Hard Lemonade Seltzer with Pop Culture Smackdown. That's going to be happening today. Some Lifetime Store action is part of it as well. And then, of course, Snake River Stampede tickets will be given away today. Idaho Pun Slam tickets will be given away today. So it should be a busy Thursday. Big J's got a movie review for you today. Yeah, man. Busy, like you said. Uh, But you know what? If we weren't busy, it wouldn't be a show, I suppose. It's our job to make the show busy, and we try. We also play music on this show. We'll start things off with some Nirvana for you. It's Heart Shaped Box on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. The important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured because of another person's negligence, well, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. And I tell you what, Big J, lots of people working from home these days, and when the internet goes out, boy, howdy. Does it get ugly and ugly quick? And listen, uh, here in the Treasure Valley, we don't have a caveat of options for internet service. If you want high-speed internet, you've got two, three choices max. And sometimes that choice is whittled down to one, depending on where you live. And when one of those particular services go down, it's not pretty. And that's what happened with Sparklight yesterday. Uh, Basically, people in Boise, Meridian, Eagle, Cuna, Middleton, Cascade, even Idaho Falls... Had some outages yesterday afternoon from Sparklight, and they reported on their Twitter and Facebook posts that they had some sort of major outage in the area. It was down from about one o'clock all the way to about three o'clock yesterday afternoon in some parts of the Treasure Valley, which was weird, and that's part of the problem. It wasn't like it was a complete blackout. Like some places were fine, other places didn't have internet at all all afternoon. Yeah. 
It was off and on in some particular places as well. Uh, so much so that they actually blew out their switchboard as well. So if you called to complain or get some information from Sparklight, that's the reason why you weren't able to get through yesterday afternoon was because so many complaint calls were coming in, it blew up their switchboards. Switchboards finally came back around 2.30. The uh, Sparklight people said the internet came back on between 3 and 4 for a majority of the situation. Uh, if you have still, like, slower than normal download speeds on your internet and you're a Sparklight customer, they encourage you to restart your modem if you haven't done that since yesterday. They think that should save or solve the problem. So, hopefully, no more issues going forward, but they don't really have any explanation either as to what happened. Just know that if you had the internet issues yesterday, you weren't the only one. There were a ton of people that had some internet problems with themselves yesterday. American League won Major League Baseball's All-Star Game for the eighth year in a row last night, 5-2, Coors Field in Denver. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. was the MVP, the youngest ever to win that award. He was 22 years old when it happened. Uh, he hit a huge home run in the third inning in that game and also had added an RBI ground out. And, you know, usually you have one or two good at-bats, and that gives you the MVP because that's all you get. And that's exactly what happened with Vlad Guerrero Jr. He made an impact in one of his at-bats. It was a big, long, gruesome home run. AL has now won 20 of the last 23 All-Star games in Major League Baseball history. And, of course, that means they get uh, home field advantage for the World Series going forward. U.S. men's basketball team beat Argentina last night 108-80, to getting their first win after losing the first two of five scheduled exhibition games ahead of the Tokyo Olympics. Congratulations to them to getting off the old schneid, if you will. And, Big J, it feels good to be right. We uh, had talked about two weeks ago about how we were weirdly sick of Tiger King and not interested in anything that they are going to be doing moving forward. And yesterday, Amazon decided, you know what? We're not going to go ahead and make that Tiger King series that we talked about. Uh, that was the one where Nicolas Cage was going to play Joe Exotic. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, they decided Damn, not to though. do it. That's the one you wanted to watch? Well, I mean, at least see pictures uh, of him dressed up as Joe Exotic. I mean, you can just put a, you just Photoshop a it's cowboy hat on the Cage. It's just not the same. And that's it. Uh, either way, uh, Amazon has decided that the uh, the Tiger King story is, quote, no longer relevant. And that is why they've decided not to move forward with their particular version of the story. Uh, of course, CBS Studios will attempt to move the project to another outlet, even without Nicolas Cage. He's decided to drop out no matter what. Uh, that could be the reason why Amazon has decided not to be a part of it either. So CBS is still going to try. Now, you still have the NBC version. That's got Kate McKinnon as Carol Baskin and a couple other people you haven't heard of. So there's that, although Dennis Quaid is in it too. We talked about that. So it's you're still going to have an option. It's just other people are, are kind of feeling what we're feeling. And they're like, listen, are we really going to sink all this money into Tiger King? No. Does anybody care? No. Yeah, right. And so even with Nicolas Cage, they it's decided impressive. nobody cares. Actually, that they would make that that move. Yeah, usually they're on the wrong side of that particular move. You're right. And it's nice to have somebody go, yeah, you're right. Why are we wasting money on this stuff that nobody cares about anymore? Uh, it was merely a drop in the bucket of our attention span, and we have moved on collectively. A long time ago. It was a forever. Morning ago. After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. <laughs> 
Tenacious D, that is your said nude song of the day here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yesterday, right around this time, Big J selected a movie for you to watch and enjoy with him on Netflix called Sword of Truth. No, no. Sword of Trust. Sword of Trust. God, I was close. Off by two letters. What? Uh, how was the movie, and is it worth your time, Big J? Uh, yeah, and it, it is a, it's more of a comedy than a drama. Good. Uh, and so, uh, that uh, that when, when you've got a cast like Mark uh, Marin, you've got Jillian Bell and uh, Michaela Watkins. I don't know if you're familiar with her name. I am. Uh, she's very funny. She was in a show called uh, Unicorn with Rob Cordery and Walt Goggins that just uh, got canceled on CBS uh, this last year. But uh, so you've got a cast here in an interesting story, man. And <clears throat> uh, uh, Mark Marin plays a, a pawn shop owner and uh, he's got a, a trustee <laughs> assistant. Uh, played by John Bass, and then you've got a couple here in Jillian Bell and uh, Michaela Watkins, and so uh, basically uh, Jillian Bell's, her grandfather has passed away, and so she's come back to this Alabama town where she grew up to uh, to collect his things. They thought they were getting his house, uh-huh. and that turned out not to be the case, but he left her this sword and uh, some information, and a letter that seemed a little crazy uh, about how the sword uh, is actually belonged to either uh, General Sheridan or General Sherman, depending on uh, which one you want to pick at the time. See, they think he might have had Alzheimer's or something at the end there, and uh, it was a sword that was surrendered to the South, so the actually South during the Civil War one is essentially what is going on and they're all shocked by this and and uh they decide to try to to pawn this uh sword off to get some money because obviously you know it's the only thing they got left in this whole deal and um the uh mark that's where the mark Marin character comes in and it turns out that uh there's a lot of crazy people out there that believe that this is real and they're pay a very heavy price nick for these uh items uh they're called proofer items okay and uh, and so uh, the the two uh, sides decide to kind of team up and share the exploits and share the money, and that's where you get the the, the comedy and a lot of the things that happen to it. It's a it's a pretty funny movie, and uh, I, I highly enjoyed it. Actually, it just uh, was pretty easy going. It wasn't real pretentious. There wasn't a lot of you know uh, big huge plot twists or things like that. It was just kind of an interesting adventure uh, that they go on, and in the middle of that, you find out uh, a lot about the characters. So it's a pretty damn good movie. You liked it? Yeah. Did you laugh? I did. I All did. Right. There you go. Sounds yeah, like Mark that's... Maron is great. Yes. Uh, sounds like that is Big J approved. Yeah, definitely. All right. Sword of truth. Trust. Trust. Sword of I, trust. You know, and I don't get why it's called that. It has a weird ending usually, the kind of ending I don't like, but everything pulled off the way uh, it was just it, it was a good movie all around, so I didn't mind too much, but why it's called Sword of Trust, I still don't quite get. Sword of Trust. Because people... Maybe because they had to trust each other. I was going to say, I, maybe because there was going to be some sort of double cross that didn't end up happening. Who knows? Either way, kinda. it's available on Netflix, and you can watch it, and it is officially Big J approved if you would like to enjoy a fun comedy. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444. Chatlin, the attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Well, things are slowly getting back to normal across everywhere, courtesy of an old pandemic thing. But there's another particular item out there that's going fast. 
engagement rings, dude. Oh. An executive for Private Jewelers was talking to a bunch of news sources and said that there's been a resurgence in both engagement and wedding band sales in the last couple of months. Apparently, people have started getting vaccinated earlier in the year, and so now all of a sudden sales of luxury items spiked in April and May. The owner of a Massachusetts jeweler says that people who managed to keep their jobs during the height of pandemic may have saved up some cash, perhaps even gotten a stimulus check or two, which leaves disposable funds. And you know what? There hasn't been any weddings or, you know, postponed weddings because of the pandemic that happened in 2020 and into a little bit of this year. And so now people are like, hey, looks like, you know, if we can quarantine together, maybe we can actually have a long-term relationship. <laughs> Why don't we get married? And there's that as well. So don't be surprised if things are going up price-wise in that particular area or harder to get a hold of in that particular area either. Turns out Kawhi Leonard actually did have a partial tear of his right ACL. He was never going to be able to come back in the playoffs this year. Uh, he ended up getting surgery yesterday to repair that tear. He was injured in Game 4 of the Clippers' second-round series against the Jazz. He missed the last eight playoff games. Of course, the Clippers ended up losing eventually to the Suns in the Western Conference Finals. Uh, Clippers only said at the time that he had a knee sprain, not a partial ACL tear, which again tells you exactly what we've been telling you for the last couple months. This NBA teams are lying about their injuries and not being truthful about it, which is an issue. But, you know, when you're in the playoffs, I suppose you can understand. But it is a Liars. really weird thing that has happened lately. And we're not talking about the truthfulness, nor where's their sort of truth. That's what I want to know. Or trust, for that matter. I don't know. Well, either way, we got game four of the NBA Finals tonight on ABC. If you'd like to watch some basketball action, it's in Milwaukee. Suns and Bucks. Bucks looking to even up the series, and I sure hope they do. 2021 Emmy nominations dropped yesterday, Big J, and Disney Plus is leading the pack, my friend. Uh, and Hulu, FX, and ABC, so it's no surprise that uh, they beat out all the other networks that are out there because they have also had a chance to uh, obviously have the most amount of material in the can, which helped them in a lot of the Emmy Awards this particular year because, listen, it was a weird year. A bunch of shows got postponed, didn't end up being uh, airing like they said they were going to because they had to shut down production, and so Disney Plus took advantage of that and had a lot of their shows in the can and was able to take advantage and you know transfer that into some Emmy nominations. 71 total for Disney+, Plus, uh, 25 for Hulu, 23 for ABC, 16 for FX, and HBO earned more than any other platform. They had 130. Uh, Netflix nipped at its heels with 129 nominations. The Crown and The Mandalorian, the most nominated shows, 24 nominations each. WandaVision had 23. Lovecraft Country was next with 18. And so there's that. The 73rd Annual Emmy Awards will be broadcast live on Sunday on CBS starting at 8 p.m. Nobody will watch it. And uh, we'll all just talk about it the following day. That's how that'll go. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. What the hell is this? The morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. It's becoming more and more regular, but we have to start warning people not to do really dumb things just to go viral because now it's turned into a situation 
<laughs> where uh, people could seriously and uh, occasionally do do really, really dumb things that get themselves and a bunch of other people in trouble because they want to do something for TikTok. But today's story comes to us from Louisiana, uh, where, you know, normally you would think this guy is just having some sort of mental breakdown and he's got some issues that he needs to address. But the reality of it is too much of this ended up on camera for it to be just be a coincidence. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, if this were a story where we're getting, like, a police report, then you'd be like, oh, man, this guy's got some serious issues and I hope he seeks help. And uh, but then you find out that uh, whoever was in the car with this person also happened to be recording things and going, okay, so the idea was they were going to go viral with this and it just didn't work out. Uh, it's all about a 26-year-old man named Jimmy Jennings who apparently was uh, what he said, quote, bored of sitting in traffic. He was stuck on the I-10 there in Louisiana for two hours after a collision caused a severe backup on a bridge. And so he decided, you know what, he was tired of waiting in his car, so he was going to jump off the bridge that he was actually stuck on into the waters below so that he could get a much-needed break, right? That's the idea, the premise behind this video. If right, you I ju yeah, I just saw this video. Yeah, and so uh, what he didn't understand was... Uh, a couple of things. Number one, his friend got out of the car and filmed him running out of his car, jumping over the bridge into the waters below. What he didn't know were the waters below in this particular river were a number one alligator infested, which is never a good oh thing to jump into from high Plus, distance This above. bridge is high. Yes. It's not like a short little bridge. It's a high bridge. I saw it and I'm like, damn, I hope that guy comes back up out of the water. Uh, well, he came back up out of the water, but then he got stuck in the current and couldn't swim to safety. You understand? So well, you don't see the aftermath of all this stuff in the video. Right. You just see the dude jumping off the bridge and you go LOL and then you send it to your friend. But the idea is the aftermath of this is what makes this a really bad idea. So number one, he couldn't get back to shore because he couldn't swim against the current. Number two, he's seeing alligators pop up all over the place. So now of course, you're in full-blown panic mode, right? Right. Can't swim to the shore, alligators all around. Police, of course, were on the scene because there was a huge collision up ahead and they had to send people in after him to rescue his ass and pull him out of this particular river that he was stuck in. Uh, once he was pulled safely to shore, he was lucky enough not to get attacked by an alligator, but he was placed in handcuffs and had to be taken to the hospital to be checked by paramedics because it was a huge jump off a really high bridge. And that's when they decided, you know what, probably a good idea for us not to make sure that we, uh, you know, express a little bit of disappointment in society in general and let everybody know that it's not a good idea to jump off of a bridge onto waters below, no matter how high or how low that bridge happens to be, because you never know what you're jumping into and how much trouble you could cause. You understand? Yeah, or how deep the water is. Correct. Correct. So they, st they hit him with about four different charges, uh, including criminal mischief and a bunch of other things. So uh, we'll see. Plus, he has to pay for his own rescue, Big J. They don't yank you out of the water for nothing around here. You understand? It's going to yeah. cost you some yeah, cash. Yeah, you think calling an ambulance is expensive. <laughs> Wait, you have to have a water rescue from a bunch of people dragging you out of alligator-infested waters. So not a good idea. Uh, but then again, Big J, I guess at the end of the day, it worked. Because look at you. You didn't know anything about the end of the story. You just clicked on the video of a guy jumping off a bridge. See? So he got the viral fame he's looking for. And in the end, that's all they really wanted, which makes me very, very sad. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X-Rocks. <laughs> 
Morning After with Nick and Big J. Took us a little bit longer than we thought, but we're happy to catch up with a young lady that has been on the show before. She is fantastic at what she does, and she is coming back to town on December the 3rd at the Egyptian Theater here in Boise. Her name is Whitney Cummings. She is on the phone with us right now. Whitney, thanks for getting up stupid early and joining us. How are you? I am so excited in a way that is clearly incredibly unhealthy to get back to making strangers that are drunk laugh. <laughs> and it's a sick, it's a sick kink to have, but I'm, very, I'm so excited to be like talking to you guys and like promoting a show that looks like it's going to actually happen. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm very excited that you're coming back to town. Thank you. First of all, for making Boise another pit stop. I happened to catch you last time you came through when you played the balcony, which was a lot of fun to see you in a, in a venue kind of like that. And then now you're going to the Egyptian theater, which is a much bigger kind of venue and a bigger place to do this. And that's the kind of theaters you're kind of hitting this time around. Is there a preference there? Like you like playing a big room to a small room. Do you care? Oh God. I mean, it's so like, it's such a different experience. And I think that most of the theaters I'm doing, I'm super clear about like, I want it to feel intimate. I don't want people to feel like they're in the nosebleed section and can't see me or hear me or connect to me. You know, I would much rather do sort of smaller theaters and ad shows, like do, you know, three shows at a theater instead of like one show at a huge place where right. half the people aren't even going to be able to get close to me. I like, I mean, I'm calling it the touch me tour. I'm, <laughs> I've been so deprived of physical touch for the past year that half because of COVID, half because I don't let my boyfriend touch me. Um, <laughs> but I uh, like run into the audience and I want to grab people. I want to see people if they're wearing the merch that we sell for the podcast. Like people, you know, now with podcasts, people feel so connected to you. So it's a different experience. Like actually, it, was this, this was definitely Boise, Idaho, where I was in a venue and remember, I guess the one you, I had, we had to move it because it like there was a fire issue and I did it in that, in a yeah. drag, a, a drag bar. Yeah, that yeah. Yes. That's exactly, exactly it. The balcony is where you ended up having to play because they moved the show at the last minute. That's exactly right. Dude, that was so fun. That made me love Boise so much because we were supposed to be at this formal venue. It got moved last minute. Everybody showed up anyway. And it was like, it was like chaos. <laughs> I remember it being like chaos. And it was so fun. When something like that happens, those those moments of, um, I guess, impromptuness, do you take advantage of that in, in a set? Or do you just kind of continue on with what you've got set up and prepared for? You know, I love, I, you know, I'm a, I come, came up at the comedy store in L.A. I'm sure you guys heard about, like, sort of the mythic, like, the lore of the comedy store. Rogan talks about it, you know, obviously a lot. Like, there's such an, you know, it used to basically be all, like, German tourists and people that were just like couldn't get a dinner reservation so they had to come here like it was like you know it, you were dealing with like such uh, a nightmare kind of an audience for so long that heckling things changing last minute that always keeps me engaged and excited and like it, you know I love a curveball I love a curveball that makes everybody feel like they had a show that no one else got to experience like that was different than any other show she's done I love it Whitney Cummings joins us she is coming back to Boise as part of the Touch Me Tour it is happening December 3rd at the Egyptian Theater you can grab your tickets at WhitneyCummings.com as well as xrock.com and, and Whitney you know one of the things that you had fired up uh, since the, the pandemic began has been the Good For You podcast you referenced it a little bit earlier on it's been a really cool thing for you it's a great cool positive outlook podcast and you've had a ton of awesome guests how have you enjoyed putting that together you know i never thought anyone would want to listen to a woman talk for three hours <laughs> that they don't get to sleep with at the end <laughs> i am 
stunned. I, that's why I never did a podcast for the longest time. You know, and like I know I'm already pushing it as a female comic. Like you know, talk like going to see a woman talk for an hour and not get anything after. It's like <laughs> that you are a radical feminist, sir. Um, but uh, I've had the best time doing it, and I also here's I didn't know. I was like, oh, if I do a podcast, I feel like know what I'm talking about. Not true. You don't even have to fact check anything you're saying. I was like, oh, if I'm allowed to just say what I think science is, uh, oh, like I didn't know that was it. Like, you know, coming from network television, everything has to be like checked and correct. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm like, if I'm allowed to just like say my crazy opinions and, and no one's, you know, being in green rooms backstage with comedians, like my whole career and seeing some of the funniest things and having the funniest conversations I've ever had being like, why are we all just giving this to people for free? You know? And then the bar for entertainment during the pandemic got very low. I was like, this is my shot. Um, <laughs> people are literally desperate to listen to anything. <laughs> so I'm really going to double down and capitalize on this. <laughs> yeah, I don't mean, I think that, you know, the, as, as hard as the pandemic has been for a lot of people, I think, you know, uh, this, this has been a time for comedians to be able to shine because it's one of those things that, you know, you, while it being in an audience, it, it makes it that much better, but, but we can still get the joke, even if it's, if it's through other means of communication. Yes, totally. And also like, you know, I, I just, don't worry everyone listening who hasn't heard the show. I have men on. They've been, <laughs> it's not just me talking. Don't panic. I know I have to have Bill Burr and Burt Frazier and Tim Dillon on a steady rotation. Yep. And Podcast I do. law. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Don't panic. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, just like, you know, and it's also such an amazing way to connect with your fans. Like I didn't even realize how sort of aloof comedians were before podcasts and how inaccessible it's like, Oh, you only see me like once a year for an hour. Right. Now it's like expected you know, people will come up to me and they're like, hey, how come your podcast was only three hours this week? It's like, what? <laughs> the podcast is called Good For You. And that's one of the things I, I like about it and why I enjoy listening to the podcast is it, it really is like a conversation between you and a friend is what it really boils down to. Yeah. And you guys, you know, you run the gamut of the conversation. It's really cool. It's nice to kind of just hear you telling stories and talking about some of the cool stuff that happens in between what's going on in the world today, which is a nice release as well, I'm sure. Yeah, and it's also just like, there's this like obsession with the Twitter court of like 140 characters. You can't possibly have a nuanced conversation about complicated issues. Like I get weirdly big celebrities on the show because a lot of them don't want to go on late night talk shows where they have 10 minutes or seven minutes. They want to be able to like explain their point right. in a way that's not going to get them canceled and they can have context to it. So it's just been an ama amazing and the fans are just so awesome. I'm just, if I don't have to go back to network television and you know, say, gosh darn it, instead of what I want to say, I'll be a happy person. It is It is nice to be uncensored. You're, you're right about that. And if you want a chance to check it out, Whitney Cummings is coming back to town on December the 3rd at the Egyptian Theater. WhitneyCummings.com is where you can grab tickets. Good For You is the podcast that drops new episodes on Wednesdays. Make sure you check that out and subscribe to that as well. And uh, you're going coast to coast on this thing, so I know you're not messing around on the Touch Me Tour, so you will definitely have a chance to, uh, to have some fun during this thing, I'm sure, right? You know what? Even if this show gets canceled, I'm still coming and I'll be doing stand-up outside of the Egyptian theater. <laughs> yes. For anyone who, I am not, like, this is happening. I, like, come hell or high water, I will be there. I love it. I will be there as well. Big fan, thank you very much, Whitney, for making time for us. We always appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll see you soon. Important stuff. Launch news feed. 
on the morning after with Nick and Big J. The important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, the Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444. Chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. We talked during the pandemic about how something that people were doing to, I don't know, raise spirits, loneliness, whatever the case may be, was adopting a pet during this whole thing. Uh, Close to 20% of American households adopted a dog or cat since the beginning of COVID-19, according to the ASPCA, which is pretty impressive. Experts say that one year later, you've likely noticed that having a dog is an investment. Krista Chadwick with the ASPCA says that pet owners can spend anywhere from a few hundred dollars up to several thousand within the first year of owning a new pet. The issue now, the world is reopening, meaning dog owners might have to invest in a dog walker or a doggy daycare for their pet when they head back to the office. But there are some ways you can still save money if you find yourself with a new dog and not the expendable income you thought. If your dog goes through toys constantly, give them bones instead. They last longer than plucked toys. Learn to train your dog on YouTube rather than paying a professional if that costs too much money. Uh, Make some dog treats at home. Make friends with other dog owners in your community. And that way you can score some gear from people who want to give away things that other dogs are just tired of or have outgrown. It's like dog hand-me-downs, you understand? Yeah, sign up for Doggygram. What's that? That's the Instagram for dogs. You never heard of that? I have not. I made it up. I'm sure it exists, though. Uh, I'm not sure how that would help you save money if uh, if that were the case, but it uh, was a good point. And so there are plenty of ways that you can still ball on a budget when it comes to having a pet. You just got to make sure they have everything they need still, and they're not being neglected. That's a good thing. American League wins the All-Star game last night 5-2. to two. Congratulations to Vlad Guerrero. He ended up uh, getting the MVP award, youngest ever MVP of the All-Star game, 22 years old. Cranked a home run in the third inning. That was good enough to give him the win. AL, by the way, has now won 20 of the last 23 All-Star games. It's kind of ridiculous. We got ourselves uh, Game 4 tonight of the NBA Finals between the Bucks and the Suns from Milwaukee. A tip-off is on ABC. Go Bucks tonight. Big J, uh, you can get away with a lot when it comes to doing some things in the world of pop culture, but one thing you can't do is put somebody else's image on an advertisement. And a marijuana company, a cannabis dispensary uh, from Massachusetts is learning that the hard way as they are being sued by Sasha Baron Cohen, Big J, because uh, they used an image of his character Borat on a billboard for the company without his permission. The billboard shows him with a thumbs up pose and the word, it's nice, uh, which is one of Borat's catchphrases. And while Sasha Baron Cohen is not okay with anything that has to do with cannabis, uh, he also really is upset when you use his image and likeness in an advertisement without paying him. And so he's now going after the cannabis dispensary for $9 million in damages, which I'm sure is more than the billboard cost for them to put together. How did he even get that far? Because usually in things, situations like that, like the billboard company would be like, are you sure you have a copyright for this stuff? Yeah, that's usually what happens. I mean, it, it, all like I, mean, I can't go to the damn Kinko's and print out something without being asked if I own the rights to stuff. Oh, for real? Yeah. Look at you. Maybe they just, Maybe you're just not a trustworthy looking guy. And that's what it boils down well, to. I understand that. <laughs> but, uh, I, yeah, you're right. There are enough of uh, standards and practices usually in place where they catch this kind of stuff and go, yeah, are you sure this is okay? 
But maybe they said, yeah, it was. And uh, they went ahead and did it even though they dumb. lied. Uh, yes, well, it's really dumb, especially they will lose that lawsuit. I'm not sure how much they're going to lose. That. I don't know if they'll lose all $9 million in damages, but they're definitely what they did was illegal. So we'll see what ends up I've, happening. I've recently considered such litigation myself. Against? I can't say. Somebody's using the Big J likeness? Yeah. Really? Yeah, take a look behind you. <laughs> yeah, I do that, Big J. Let's see how far that goes. Yeah. Morning After with Nick and Big J, the ultimate inside joke. Not only was it yep. just for me, but it also was visual. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, consultant. I did it again. <laughs> Take a look behind you, he says, on the radio. <laughs> How about we take a look at the TDS Fiber text line? It is brought to you by Ultimate Heating and Air. What's going on out there, CB? Morning After with Nick and Big J. And Pop Culture Smackdown is brought to you by Mike's Hard Lemonade Seltzer. And uh, we're hooking you up with some tickets to the Snake River Stampede. X-Night is Tuesday. We'll get you set up with those tickets. And, of course, uh, when you win those, you will get qualified instantly for $500 in awesome summer fun from the Lifetime Store. That's how we're doing it. And, by the way, Mike's Hard Lemonade, uh, hard seltzer with flavors. Please drink responsibly. Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. You want in on this action, now would be the time to get on the phone. 208-287-1003. Snake River Stampede tickets guaranteed in the running for that Lifetime Store Grand Prize, all courtesy of Mike's Hard Lemonade Seltzer. So check it out for yourself. Let's get ourselves a contestant to face Big J. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? Tim. All right, Tim, you're up first. Tim, this gentleman hosted a late-night talk show that was very popular in the 90s, and his audience was famously called the Dog Pound. Um, David Letterman. David Letterman. Oh, wrong. Did not have the Dog Pound. No, sorry. Woo, 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 woo. There you go. Hello, the X. Morning. Morning, man. We need to know what gentleman hosted a late-night talk show that was very popular in the 90s, and in, uh, his audience was famously called The Dog Pound. Uh, Arsenio Hall. Right. That is correct. Ooh, 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 it ooh. is Arsenio Hall. <laughs> Good job. Big J, this drummer from Anthrax recently released a solo record. Who is it? Oh, man. Uh, the drummer for Anthrax. Frank Bello? Wrong. Yeah, I don't know who the drummer is. You don't know Charlie from Anthrax? No. Charlie Benate? Come on, man. Jesus. Nope. I thought you kept up on your Anthrax Listen, knowledge. Listen, we all know drummers right. don't mean nothing. That's not nice to say to Charlie and his solo record, by the way, which is out now available for you to purchase and download. That's right. I said it, drummers. I got lots of drummer friends, too. Morning at Not anymore. Morning after with <laughs> Nick right. and Big J. <laughs> There's your pop culture smackdown. Hang on one second, sir. We'll get you your prize. Just kidding. I'm just making up for my own incompetence. We will do some headlines next on the X-Rock. After with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Blue Cross of Idaho. Hey, Big J, can you predict your health care costs? No. Unless you have Blue Cross of Idaho's new Access Clarity Plan, dude. That's right. Costs are easy to understand, helping you plan for them. Learn how at bcidaho.com slash access. Headlines are as follows. Not a good idea. It's a living and Shark Week fun. It's a living 
Uh, this is an unconventional way to make money, but a 48-year-old woman who uses the name Emma Martin online says she makes around $4,200 a month just by selling videos of herself farting. She lives in Rock Hill, South Carolina, and she says she's been making the money this way for more than 20 years. 20 years? She, uh, she well, I mean, kinks are kinks for a while, I guess. She she's got to be rich then. The practice flatulence camming. She charges $5 a month if you want to see videos of her farting, Big J. She is a married mother of two. She says she follows a special diet to enhance her performance. Uh, she says she eats a lot of salad, a lot of asparagus, avocados, lots of Mexican food. She loves coleslaw and baked beans mixed together, uh, and that helps her make her real flatulence so she can bring in that money, baby! She says her husband knows about the videos, but her kids do not, and she only films the videos when she's home alone. Apparently, she uses the OnlyFans website. Uh, give you a dollar if you can guess her username, Big J. She hasn't been doing that for 20 years then, because OnlyFans is new. Um, fart lady? Fart and tart. Uh, she also makes custom-made videos for Clips for Sale. That's how she's made her money the last couple of years. Uh, she says that fart fetishes are a well-hidden secret, and half of her fan base is white-collar professionals, dude. Man, those professionals like that kinky stuff. God, like man. Dirty and gross, man. Uh, she also says that she has makes so much money farting, she was able to quit her regular job in 2005 wow. and live solely on a fart-based income. So how about that? Well, uh, you know, that's a lot of money. It's almost 200000 plus a year. Uh, if she's making 4200 a month? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you got to cut in, you know, don't forget the oldie fans cut, and then I'm sure taxes and stuff. But either way, listen, that's a pretty good amount of money just for farting. I mean, God. She says no nudity either. So, I mean, it's just, you know, people like to watch videos of ladies farting, I guess. Ugh. We're doomed, right? I mean, yeah. society, we're done. That's it. Because, I mean, you wouldn't charge anybody for that, would you? I should be. Because you got a ton oh, of BJ farting videos, and I haven't seen you charge a cent for them. Not a good idea or Shark Week fun? Shark Week fun. In case you've been living under a rock, you should know Shark Week started on Sunday. And in celebration of the TV event, Big J, you love Shark Week. Maybe you sit down with a Sonic slush for Shark Week 2021 while you enjoy the program. Yeah, and the little gummy shark that goes in it. The special drink has been available since June 28th. It's only available for a limited time. But the base features blue coconut slosh and then a real strawberry on top. And then little two shark-shaped gummies. Not one, two. dun 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 You can pick up the special drink at participating Sonic locations. You can order through their website as well, so if you want a little bit of a beverage to go along with your Shark Week viewing, you now have that. You a slushy fan? Uh, not really. Just too cold for you? You don't like it? Yeah. Too much like ice cream? Too much like flavored ice? It feels like, it feels too sugary to me. Okay, that's fair. That is a fair criticism. Wrap it up with not a good idea. A Taco Bell employee in Nashville, Tennessee, was arrested Monday after she and her co-workers allegedly set off fireworks inside the restaurant, causing the building to catch fire. Whoops. Uh, and then they accidentally locked themselves out of the restaurant and had to watch the restaurant burn, Big J. That's that's a, just a comedy of errors. Mm -hmm. Incident took place on July 5th, so the fireworks make a little bit more sense. But by July 8th, the restaurant's manager discovered surveillance camera footage that showed his employees playing with fireworks inside the restaurant. 
The footage has not been released, but at one point it said to show employees placing an item into a trash can near the door and then using their cell phone cameras to record the trash can from outside the restaurant. And then they realized they locked themselves out of the restaurant when they couldn't get back inside. The trash can started to smoke and then started on fire. They called 911 for help. Nashville Fire Department estimated the fire caused more than $30,000 for the damages to the restaurant. And the shift leader, 25-year-old Courtney Mays, Big J, taken into custody on Monday as she was the one who set off the firework in the trash can. So when your shift leader is the one that's uh, that's doing that, that's that's bad news, Big J. But then again, we're so desperate for help, probably not a lot of vetting going into the shift manager position at the local Taco Bell. Do you understand what I'm right. talking about? And so uh, this, is, this is the, once again, this is the, the hellscape we've created for ourselves. And so we have that. Once again, a reminder, fireworks inside, bad idea, just in case you're curious. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. And a star set their cover of Cashmere here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. It has been stated on this program, and you are not ashamed to admit it, you are an unabashed Tom Cruise fan, correct? Oh, I love Tom Cruise. I don't care any of the stupid stuff he does. Uh, and just so you know, if you were ever to cross paths with Tom Cruise, it sounds like you've got one chance to make it count. And if you screw that up, Tom Cruise, he holds a grudge. Do you understand what I'm telling you? Hey, you know what? I can identify with that. Uh, This coming from a story that apparently took place 30 years ago that we just found out that Tom Cruise refuses to hang around with Kevin Bacon. They haven't hung out since... Since The Outsiders? uh, No, no, no. Since uh, A Few Good Men. A Few Good Men? Oh. Uh, Tom Cruise was having a rap party at his house for A Few Good Men in 1991. All these stories involve people coming to Tom's house and screwing stuff up. All of them. Yes, that's exactly what happened. So Nicole Kidman was there, obviously, because they were a couple at a time. Bruce Willis, Demi Moore was there because she was in the movie as well. And uh, Kevin Bacon was in the movie, so he brought his wife, uh, Kira Sedgwick, along with him to the party. Everybody was having a really good time. And apparently, uh, you know, they were all in their own little groups. This parties tend to break up. And uh, Kyra found, like, a little button near Tom Cruise's uh, fireplace. And she's like, oh, that'd be funny if it led to, like, a secret door or something like that. Wait, no. What? I mean, I've heard this exact same story, but it was a different celebrity. Who was it? Oh, I'm going to have to think. It wasn't Kira Sedgwick. Because Kira Sedgwick said that it was her that did it. Right. No, I, I wonder if multiple people have done it. Or maybe, yeah, it could very and it, well and be. And it calls the security. It's yes. like a panic button. She thought, exactly. She thought it was, like, a secret, like, uh, you know, door opener kind of thing. And, uh, and then she presses the button. And uh, and she t- and then Tom Cruise like comes over to a group and she says, "Hey, listen, I got to admit something. There was a button over here by the the fireplace, and I pressed it." And he threw his arms up and walked away. And five police cruisers ended up coming to his house because of that panic button. That's exactly what it was. And she said that him throwing up his arms and walking away was the last that she has ever seen or heard of Tom Cruise nor her husband. So Tom just like remembers them as the people that pressed the panic button on the fireplace and has not hung out with them ever since. Uh, obviously, it makes sense that there is a panic button in Tom Cruise's house in case there's an emergency. That, I guess, tracks. But it is interesting to me that he was so upset by it. So upset that he refused to hang out with them ever again. Did you find who it was? No, it may have, it may have been her. Maybe but it I, was I her. just, I think that I, man, I, I weird. Either way. Uh, he does not mess around when it comes to that kind of stuff, and you better not press buttons at his house that you don't know what they're attached to. 
period, dot, the end. He really does seem like that that version uh, and family guy. You know? <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, yes, it does. Like, he could end up being your bestest friend in the whole world yeah. or your mortal enemy. Well, I mean, listen, we know that he can be, uh, you know, obviously fairly... Hmm, Aggressive when it comes to situations on set, which makes sense when you're the executive producer, but it is different, I guess, in real life. Also, it's one of those deals where, you know, people make mistakes. Granted, this is done on purpose, but I'm trying to figure out what world that's a deal breaker. But listen, everybody's got their own weird things, right? You know what also is weird? Did you see he's probably dating Haley Atwell? Yeah, I saw that too. How does he keep landing these ladies? I don't know. I don't know. Star power, baby. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, we're going to do some bad impressions. That is next on the X-Rock. So far, I'm not impressed. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Hey, we got some tickets for Lounge at the End of the Universe. Oh, baby, uh, the Idaho Pun Slam is happening on Friday, Nick. Uh, You're a punny guy. Am I? Yeah. Uh, yeah, these are real talented people, though, uh, not uh, people like me. They they know what to do. They, they perform under pressure, and they're very, very funny. And that is what the Idaho Pun Slam is all about, which is why we encourage you to check it out. I accidentally fall into puns. There's no uh, forethought into it. It's just I'm that dumb sometimes. Yeah, uh, that's the beauty of puns is sometimes Mm -hmm. you can uh, pretend that you got there on purpose. It's been my whole career, really. Um, uh, But hey, guess what? Uh, You can can win these here if you figure out bad impressions. Let me give you a phone number, 208-287-1003. These aren't just any tickets, by the way, to Friday night. These are VIP tickets, so you'll be treated like the king or queen that you actually are. If you want to go on us on Friday, you can do that. You got to figure out bad impressions, which works like this. Big J's got three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. Figure out that famous person in those three clues or less, and the laughs are on us. Hello, the X. What's up? Good morning, man. You are up first. Good luck to you and your family. Yeah, and uh, this is a fictional character, okay? All right. I'm a comic book character who gives maximum effort. Uh, next one. I love chimichangas and using foul language. Oh, and Wolverine is a bleep. <laughs> next one. Ryan Reynolds really enjoys playing me on the big screen or even the little screen. Oh, is it Deadpool? You sound so disappointed, but yeah, it is Deadpool. Deadpool is no, correct. Good job. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those Idaho Pun Slam tickets VIP style for you. Uh, why is Deadpool in the news? Uh, so Deadpool, uh, I mean, this is one of those interesting ways in which uh, Ryan Reynolds and the Deadpool gang, they like to just uh, play and have fun. Nick and uh, Deadpool has announced his entrance, according to all media reports, uh, into the Marvel Cinematic Universe by doing a honest trailer review of his movie Free Guy as Deadpool and he's joined by Korg from Thor Ragnarok. Uh, yes and it makes sense because both actors are in this Free Guy movie. So yes. There's that. That's Taika, why it's Korg. Yeah. Taiko Waititi uh, is uh, Korg and he's also in this movie Free Guy and so they it's, it's very funny by the way. It is. I watched all five minutes of it. It's great. And so I wonder, though, just knowing the way that it is, I mean, uh, it's got to be one of those things where I wonder if if this is something deeper meaning in this whole 
Well, it, it was just last week that it was announced that whenever the next Deadpool movie comes out, it will be part of the MCU. Yeah, yeah. So but there's that. I wonder if there's any, you know, chance of them sprinkling him in somewhere. Oh, of him just popping up somewhere? Like, like maybe Love and Thunder. Listen, if there's a chance, it would be that. I mean, the, the, you know, these other movies seem like they're going in a completely another direction that's a little bit more crazy. Although, who knows the Multiverse of Madness, too. I mean, there's lots of different angles that you can take in lots of different universes you can pop up in, and one of those could be a Deadpool-centric kind of thing i mean certainly they're not going to tell us even if they are planning that especially if it's a cameo they're going to make you show up for it or it'll be a post-credit scene or or something like that but uh you do need to know that it's going to happen it is good that they're doing that uh that's that was probably all but you know pretty much figured out when they actually bought 20th century fox which just released the two deadpool movies so you knew it was going to happen it's just nice to see it kind of work its way out in some way uh what do you think free guy look good to you oh yeah all right i mean it looks fun there you go i'm glad they've waited yeah me too morning after with nick and big j there's your bad impressions we'll wrap up the show here next on the x rocks <laughs> 0936, that is Adrenaline, and that is wrapping up the old morning after with Nick and Big J on this Wednesday. Thanks for hanging out with us. Big J did approve a movie for you as part of Streaming Dumbass. He said you should watch it. It's on Netflix, and it is called Sword of Trust. Yes, I got it right? Yeah, you got it right this time. So check it out. Uh, Big J did enjoy it and thought it was very funny and thinks you should as well. Thank you as well to Whitney Cummings for coming on the show today. She is coming to town on uh, December the 3rd at the Egyptian Theater, which is pretty awesome. Tickets are on sale for that now. She's a very funny stand-up, a ton of specials on Netflix, great podcast, and she joined us this morning. If you missed any of that, check out the podcast section of xrock.com or our social medias. The podcast is up there. You can hear the uh, actual interview in its entirety if you would like, and we also got a chance to talk about Deadpool in the MCU, so it sounds like a successful Wednesday. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Uh, yeah, today is Mac and Cheese Day. So enjoy, everybody, some mac and cheese. Favorite mac and cheese? How do you like to do it, Big J? Go. Uh, well, I mean, there's several different ways, but I, I, I enjoy making mine from scratch. Well, yeah, of course. But, I mean, are you like the uh, you like the bed- breadcrumbs on top kind of guy? You like yeah, that crumble, butter, that crunch? butter, a uh, little, little crumble. Bake and it up, some pancetta. Any particular cheese mix-up in the uh, the mac and cheese I that's feel, your favorite? I feel like if you're gonna you know bring it up a level, it's gotta have some gouda, give that smoky flavor in there. I like gouda cheese. Uh, homemade mac and cheese is is the bomb. It is there's so much better. I mean, listen, the, the box is good in a crunch, and of course, if you've got kids, you're not gonna waste the good stuff on that. You're gonna get them the the, the you know the craft macaroni and cheese. But homemade mac and cheese. Gets it doesn't the job take done. much, by the way, to elevate that a little bit too. No, of course, you, know, you can some add of your own anything to it, and, right? But I'm just saying, you yeah. know, there's a difference between adult mac and cheese and kids mac and cheese, I think. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully... The, the adult version, you get gout. You partake in Exactly. Gouda cheese. Uh, friendly reminder that McDonald's is hiring. If you want to work for McDonald's, they can work for you as well. Apply at careers.mcdonalds.com today. We will see you tomorrow. Jason Drew is up next. You guys have a good one. It's the X-Rocks.